0: Ace Broadcasting Network. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, here we go. <mush�vias> what, mm-hmm. what a day this has been. What a rare moon Ray and Jim are in. Why it's almost like being in love. <laughs> There's a smile on my face. For the whole human race Why it's almost like being in love All the music of life seems to be Like a podcast that is ringing for us And from the way that we feel When that bell starts to hear He would swear we are falling Yeah, we're really falling Why, it's almost like being in love The music of life seems to be Like a podcast that is ringing for us And by the way that we feel When that bell starts to peel, I would swear we're falling I would swear we're falling Why it's almost like being in love Okay, so we just finished one. We were kind of a little in the middle of something. We're going to pick that up and take that a little further. Um, That was our number 11, and we're doing two today. So today's our number 12. Okay, one thing is something that spontaneously happened. Uh, During the break, Ray was um, going to have a cigarette, which he, he usually will do when he has a chance. Um,
0: Thirty times a day. Thirty
1: times a day. No, no, twenty. Twenty times a day. Okay, and I said, Ray, let's try something. Um, suppose you didn't smoke, uh, and let's just follow, and, and maybe you'll, you'll get involved with this, and I won't mean as much. I don't know, but anyway, that's what you'll see, whether or or it's nagging at you, and
0: it's nagging right now.
1: Okay, and they could. T- okay, let's start off with Ray. But first, I just. To, Like describe, you're about to have a cigarette, but you gave it a try. You put it down. You came back. How are you feeling?
0: Uh, antsy. You know, like I want a cigarette. Like we just did the show. uh, I think it was okay, and we did well, or whatever. You know, that kind of thing. Now I need gratification, and and you knit me in the bud from that, so I'm a little upset. But I get I get fidgety, and I get, you know, I want it. So and that. uh, and that thing, that's actually a bigger thing for me because I do that with fucking everything. And, um, it hasn't really gotten me anywhere. Mm. You know what I mean? So in the bigger scope of, all right, don't have the cigarette, but now you got to live with the, um, resistance and all the, the crap. And then you see it in a bigger picture, like, okay, you know, and that, and that's a, and that's kind of a, a, sh- a freaky thing to see.
1: Hmm. You know, like, yeah.
0: you know, you shouldn't be smoking. Everybody knows smoking's bad for you. Smoking, you know, the wreck killer of your mom, if not the killer. You know, you know. everybody knows smoking's bad for you. From, You know, if you're 50 years old, you know smoking's bad for you. I mean, guys your age, they didn't grow up with the knowledge and, you know, whatever. But my age, you knew. I knew when I was sixteen or seventeen, and picked it up. I knew, Mm -hmm. so it's like so. So, looking at all that, you know that that's a. I mean, you're not looking at all that in in one flash, but you know, you told me to write it out, so I'm writing it out. Mm -hmm. But it's bigger than it's bigger than you think.
1: Okay, so Ray's you know he's making up some points now that are important. Um, When he didn't, didn't get the gratification of the cigarette, and and he sat down and his leg is shaking and he's like yeah,
0: now you gotta give me a beer or you gotta give me a coffee. Oh, yeah, okay. Right? Either beer, coffee. <laughs> <beer. laughs> and those are those are my three that's like the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost for me. Mm-hmm. right there. That's um beer, coffee and cigarettes.
1: Okay. And we and we can see for all of us whatever you know, whatever desires we're called to or addictions that we may have. And if we don't feed the addiction, now we have a backup something. And Ray, and I thought we would, it might be interesting to see what he goes through, if he's willing to do it. And he, uh, and now there's kind of an anxiety. And um but then he took it a step further. He, he made it like kind of a dynamic of his life. It's not just the cigarette. There's something in him that will push for something. Some kind of gratification. We'll try to move it. We'll try to drive it. We'll try to, he'll, he'll assert himself and, um.
0: Yeah, and all the wrong... I mean, and that's it. What is it for? It's for the fucking cigarette. It's not for the right thing. And mm-hmm. that's kind of... And that's 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 definitely a thread in my life. Yeah. You know, so you look at it that way. I mean, it's symbolic of what it is, the cigarette. But the cigarette's symbolic of many things. Mm-hmm. Fucking Jim. By, by the way, I thought we weren't supposed to be having sessions here. <laughs> I'm teasing you. Yeah, but it's an interesting thing to look at.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I noticed today um, that when I was having lunch, something I usually have some kind of a... Uh, my my lunch is uh, some kind of uh garden burger, yeah. Garden burger on on that thin oatmeal. I want to call that bread or, or a wheat bread to have like a The thin wheat berry bread a very with thin the thin, wh- thin one. Yeah, the very thin, thin slices. Is it like pumpernickel almost? Flat bread. Uh, uh, maybe this one you haven't seen. Uh, it's a new, pretty new item. Anyway, it's just not much bread into it. It's like 100 calories or something. But it's like a little sandwich bread. And so I usually have that with some hummus, I like on it, um, for lunch. But today I said to myself, I have that, and that's usually what I have. Then I thought, you know, today I'm going to be working hard i have to go blow that horn and do those sessions. I'll eat more. <laughs> in other words, I was trying to give myself something in advance. Um, so his was cigarettes. Mine was kind of food. Uh, kind of comes from the same place. I was giving myself a certain extra gratification. I didn't have to worry about the calories of it because I would burn it off. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's really it's amazing.
0: Hey, did you eat the other one? Did you have two or one?
1: No, I had just one, but I had a, a couple of graham crackers, which I never have uh, for lunch, uh, and some peanut butter on it. But I said, nothing to worry about, because I'll be blowing my little head off and um, and working, working, and I'll work it all off. So that's something I told myself. But wow. the, point, the point that Ray made was how he saw it all through his life. There's a certain way he pushes for it, the way he had to get out and get that cigarette. And, yeah, and these things are in almost all facets of our life.
0: And if you wouldn't have brought it to my attention, you know, or, uh, you know, it's funny because that'll take you down a road. I mean, all right, you're out of cigarettes, you've got to go to the store or wherever you've got to go to. I mean, just the path that it leads you on, yeah. which is, you know, a, it's a wrong lineage. You know, it's the wrong word, yeah. place to go. And so you take that little thing, and now what other wrong things are you going down? You know, that's why you get shot, and shit like that happens right. to people. You know, I mean, that's what ha I mean, mm-hmm. it, I don't know, but I think it's connected in some way. Yeah. You know, there yeah. was a reason you were at the cockfight or whatever, even though you don't fucking participate in that or whatever. There was a reason why you were standing mm-hmm. on that street corner and something happened. Mm-hmm. You know, or there's a reason for everything, but I mean, we're are, are you are you cognizant and conscious of it? Probably not.
1: Right. No, I'm sure not. Um, so that's so that's what we're calling in here the mechanical life, where all our reactions are all based on some deep-rooted programmings. Um, one thing leads to another, and one begin, as Ray was saying, we go down that road. Well, that road is like the reactionary road. Once we begin to go down, there's related reactions that go on in that road. And if we don't take it, then we're going to have to face what's behind it. In other words, the place, whatever the relief we got, whatever the gratification we got, now it's being held up. It's not there. And always there's something behind it that's moving. We're always moving towards something. Moving and now moving. and Move towards a cigarette. Move towards food. And any time we stop the movement, that's part of what meditation's about, is now we have to deal with the backup of where the movement was taking us. And Ray says, it takes you down strange roads. And then we can follow that. So when we were saying uh, earlier for uh, when I started to talk about um, essence, this is also related to that to some degree. Uh, I said that um, the real I comes from essence, comes from a kind of a innocent early part of life. So that division occurs as that essence and whatever's left of it by the time it reaches personality, if it hasn't been really uh, dominated by others, but from age four, five, and six, then that essence self that was heading on to personality and on into life, that more pure essence self is now being um, splintered. It's going down roads, as Ray says. Down a road it goes now. It's disassociated. It's lost from its main power. In the meantime, it's picking up all kinds of things along the way, defenses and addictions. and But it keeps moving, keeps moving, keeps moving, um, even if it's down the wrong road and the false self.
0: Well, but that even builds momentum, right? I mean, that's where all your addictions lie. That's where crack cocaine is. That's where hookers are. That's where all that kind of dark shit is, right? Yeah. And then, so <coughs> what you're saying? You're saying between four and six, that's the most important time of life.
1: That's that's when we're kind of moving into more influ- social influences. Uh, where, uh, yeah, that, we're going into schools at those times, and we're starting. Or you're to,
0: getting deported.
1: Or you are getting deported? <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Or you got two brothers that you don't know? You didn't know the older one until then. And your situation where you were gassed. You were about to get into your, to your, um,
1: model. Okay, so, um, so, oh yeah, so I was talking about that. So, so, when the, when the essence is not free to move on or not supported by, uh, the beginning of personality, beginning of egoic life and personality, it splinters and it disassociates. So that's why so many people are like out of it. They're just not there. The presence is gone of what the pure um, essence might have been more like. And the beginning of the false self uh, happens. So we become incredible prey to any unresolved ancestral material like lingering ghosts or phantoms or monsters, uh, addictions that are still hanging around, obsessions, rule the life of family members and now live in the unconscious of, of future generations but they don't know what it is they know they're driven but they don't um, they don't have a touch with the base of it more and that search for the real self which we're trying to do in here
0: so, so let's say you got all that now you, is, is there a possibility of, of I mean, I know there's you know you can get on to it, but can you go back and wake up the essence?
1: Well, let's say we we could try to salvage what's left according to where we are in our life um it's according to how interested we are, how sincere we are, um if we're interested just from the point of view that it's uh the subject matter' is interesting. But not enough that I'm willing to really move towards it. Um, it's like love, the beginning of love, of the road of love. The end of it could be some kind of ecstasy and some kind of great uh, depth with a person. But the beginning is interest. So love begins some interest. If you don't have an interest and you're not going in that direction, so interest is the beginning. Now, if one is interested, now, usually the thing called love or um, sexual love or that beginning desire, we're moving towards them also by being driven by the sexual impulses and so on. So we begin that road and eventually call it love. But that also can change uh, as as we go along. Um, So how interested am I in seeking a more real I, or higher consciousness, and what am I willing to pay for to get it? That's the question. Am I willing, like what Ray did this week, he did it seven times in a row, is that the beginning of a way that he's showing interest? Or is that just a competition, and he'll drop it?
0: Can it be both?
1: Well, yeah, I could have some of it in each, but eventually... Eventually, you have to see more de- depth in it,
0: yeah, the higher comes out in it, yeah, but it can be both for a little bit, yeah
1: yeah it, you know we can think of it that way if that if that's um, but eventually, even that has to go, uh, in other words, the competition part has to go, uh, you can start that way, um, but if you would stay with it a good chance, and particularly if you're doing any work on yourself, the competition will begin to fall away. And you'll just have something more connected to interior life. So, um, yeah, we, we left off last broadcast saying, a podcast, that there was familiar things in family. Uh, Ray asked about my father. that he noticed this disconnection? You know, if he did, which I realized I didn't know him enough to even realize to know, except I felt like he cared about me. He was with me like in a special way.
0: Like did he kind of save you
1: from it? No, I wouldn't say he saved me because he was away a lot. But I think I be- when I was born, uh, I think I became something my mother could really go after. Because my father wasn't available, so she and she always. Oh, so says, you
0: were like the family sacrifice in a way.
1: So something like that, and um, she she can go after me, and in fact, always said you're just like your father, you're just like your father, and she was mad at him, so and and uh, frustrated and mad at him, and she's saying I'm just like him, so we, we it, that's where it's going, now it's coming to me, and I couldn't please her and. And I tried to please her because she was ornery or annoyed at me. And but uh,
0: did it ever work?
1: Uh, no, not really. No, she. I had a little ritual I used to do during the war. Uh, my mother finally. My mother supported the family. Uh, my father was very unstable uh, as a musician. Um, but during the war, she got into the war work making uniforms, and so you know, the country was bustling with with a, and a woman going into plants. and So, in other words...
0: We can do it.
1: We can do it? Yeah, Is that that's what they that, said?
0: that Rosie the Riveter. Oh, yeah, we, we can, can do, do it.
1: it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There was a certain verve, the war was on, and my brother, my youngest brother, was in the middle of it. Um, and so my mother was working all those hours making uniforms. And... Um, so, in other words, it was the beginning of some money coming in, too. The war was something that, you know, the economy for for the immigrant people uh, and others, that they began to work. They worked in the factories when there was no work before. So, now there was a little more money prevalent. And um, why was I saying that? My mother worked. Oh, my mother, she worked in the factory. Oh, yeah. And what I would do, is that by the end of the week she was so beat and she used to walk to work. No buses or trolley cars. They were there, but she didn't want to spend the 20 cents. Um, so she walked to work. And boy, she came home on Friday night after being in the war, the kind of war factory world. She was, I wanted to greet her. I worked like all day Friday to clean the house so that when she'd walk in the door, she would see a clean house instead of the. Uh, she'd walk in the door and I'd say, "Look, Ma! Was look anything different?" She said, "No." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she would give you no, 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 no credit.
1: No. Then she said, right, "Look, Junior, that's all right. I see you, you're trying to be good or something, but I just have to do it over again. So don't even do it." That's so funny. <sighs> Oh, that was my
0: mom would do the same thing yeah. with, with like, lawn, you know, because she's a German immigrant, knows how to do all the cooking and all that. But then when I finally proved, like, I used to be such a weird kid, I'd wash my walls. Well, you know, yeah. I'd wash the wall, or I'd, I'd do my own thing, you know, and make sure it was clean enough and up to spec for her, you know, because if it wasn't up to spec for her, she'd do it again. And make sure you knew she was doing it again oh. and do it in front of you, right? you know. That's not how you do <coughs> dishes. Really? How do you do fucking dishes? Oh, you mean you got to rinse them with water that's 312 degrees so your hands will peel? You know, it was just crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It was almost like a competition, you know, with her. It was like that. Yeah. So I got most of my, con- my competitive instincts from her, not my father, because my father was more or less a Lil, you know, but yeah. she, she would, yeah, she'd torment you. Yeah. I mean, not consciously, though. That was just her way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: if you call it that you know and then you know and then there's a perfect picture of my little brother with with she has this um apron on you know and, and she's got my little brother rich on her arm and she's got her hair and curlers and she's taking this huge drag of a cigarette <laughs> it's just exactly who she was skirt apron small little sweater showing her arms you know because she was pretty athletic looking you know Smoking a cigarette, hair and curlers, taking care of the house, like look out, and you didn't know how to make your bed either. You, know? you didn't know how to do anything. I mean, I, I barely knew how to bathe myself. Yeah, that's what that's what she did, and your mom gave you no satisfaction.
1: No, I couldn't. I couldn't help her. She won't give me the satisfaction of saying I relieved her pain.
0: No go. All
1: right. I think she wanted something like that from my father, but. Um
0: do you think that's why you picked the trumpet? Do you think that's why you got into what you were doing?
1: Well, I wanted to please my father. I mean, my father was the one that well, music was his life. And, um, geez, I, I'm trying to figure, he didn't particularly teach me, but there were, he had an old cornet, um, terrible shape and everything, but I, I, I found it or something and I messed around with it and I saw I could make a sound out of it. And um, I thought, I, I know he would love, if I could play this thing, that would be a, a joy for him. Um, that, that, that's how I started. all it had to do with pleasing him. Not my mother. She didn't like it and didn't want to hear it. And,
0: Did um, your mom like
1: anything? Well, the age of television started in the 40s. and We had one of the first television sets, a little box. Who stole it? Everybody. Maybe we bought it that way, I mean from or we used to buy things from the back of cars.
0: <laughs> That's what I mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, they would hold they would hold up one of those big rigs and then everybody had a little little mechanical thing that the big rig was stolen from. Had like some little something, little horn or little little radio or something.
0: Oh, and that was to come on out.
1: Yeah. Well yeah, and that was uh, the sign. I mean, yeah. And they also had clothes and be so if you, you buy it from the back of a car or back of a truck. Oh my god. Unbelievable today. Yeah, so what was I saying? You say? know it's
0: amazing that yeah. stuff still goes down. I mean, you see stuff like that in really? downtown. You see stuff like that in certain neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. It still happens. You know any guy who ever tried to sell you speakers, you know, out of the van? You've mm-hmm. never been approached with that?
1: Oh uh, no! But that sounds familiar. Yeah, though.
0: that same deal. Same thing. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: Oh my God! It's really something how similar, how similar things are. Right? How that there's certain dynamics within families, and the people are unconscious about it, but they do have some feelings. Either they're ignored, or they feel cheated, or they something, and they merely project these onto. Members of the family, and then they go on and project it onto their family, and it becomes like an endless cycle. That somewhere along the line, that somebody gets it to be one of the first to break a cycle, and then I eventually start something different, more conscious. Well, okay, the day is really. Um,
0: do you, do you do you um yeah. did you get into that did well, you with your family story or whatever you're calling it ghosts and and all of that like do you feel that you've made headway into um into heading and off at the past in a way
1: yeah, well, not certainly not with them, but um later on in um therapy down the line three or four therapists down the line. Uh, um, particularly the last one I had. Yeah, we we really went through a lot of that early family stuff, and he helped me to get the ghosts out of the closets and the monsters that lived there and the self-pitying crybabies.
0: Did you share that with your two kids? Would you share that with them, or did you, or...?
1: Yeah, to some degree I did. And I'm, I think they know some of that. Not much, though. Yeah, it's a good question. I'm not sure.
0: I'm fucking full of good questions today, Joe.
1: Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are full of good Cause, questions. Because, I mean,
0: I, I, of course, know you through your son. And then, you know, and I ask him questions about you, but you don't, you know, it's it's a different dynamic and all that. But I know. You know the reason he is where he is is because you know I mean as far as I'm concerned it's chip off the old block at a level, you know what I mean. Granted he is where he is because of his hard work and and his his stuff and he's got a lot of great stuff, but it's you know I mean the way I look at it I give you I give you some of that credit because he does have the type of mind that he has, mm-hmm. you know. But if you were to hear it from him, I don't know if you'd be getting that story. And I I, I I, don't know. I mean, I don't know, but I'm curious about it because I'm sure you have shared with your daughter and your son and so on and so
1: forth. Well, I, I, I won't get it on the air. <laughs> I mean, you know, but uh, times that I've been alone with him that he's kind of said that there was something in me that uh, uh, also said in private that he valued Yes, huh?
0: that just makes me so fucking happy. <laughs> I can't even oh. tell you.
1: Uh, Keep talking. Uh, yeah, he he recognizes it then, but of course that doesn't make for radio. Doesn't make for podcast radio. Pops, that don't make
0: for good radio. <laughs> don't fly on the radio.
1: Right. Uh, but yeah, that that has happened. Okay, so anyway, we're kind of putting the pieces together now.
0: Hey, how many brothers and sisters did you have?
1: Uh, two brothers, or just three? We're a small family.
0: And one was Mario, Mario, right? Mario. And then who was the other?
1: Uh, Ralph, who, who died. Well, he was the last to die, uh, well, two or three years ago.
0: Mario was the first, like, 10 years ago, right? Yeah, Mario's it the oldest.
1: Ago? Okay. He was a cripple in the family. In fact, that inspired that New York Times, uh, that L.A. Times article. Uh, article in the newspaper and that they, yeah, they printed. That was about Mario. That was that was one of a very that was a very good article. I'm surprised they even considered it, but they liked it and printed it. Which is, uh,
0: Why don't we save that for next time?
1: Yeah, we can... Yeah, I should give you some excerpts from that, uh, because I it was about his dying, and it also related to things we're saying. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Okay, folks. So we just finished twelve today. Wow, I can't believe it. We just up to up to twelve, and we're adding the possibility now of this Twitter site. Twitter, <laughs> what's it called? Twitter. Twitter. Twitter? Twitter,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Twitter better, though, Twitter. but it's called Twitter.
1: Oh, Twitter. Okay.
0: Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Call it Twitter. Okay. Tell me what you're talking about.
1: The Twitter, Twitter world. Anyway, so now um, we're adding that, too, so that you could um, join us in a closer way so that we're connected. And the same thing with the music, as you'll probably hear coming out of this uh, um a new ones.
0: Hey Jim, read the read the Twitter thing. Read it. You wrote it down. Where, you, where they can get you?
1: Yeah, Twitter. Your Twitter your questions at LL Jim Carolla. C A R O L L A.
0: LL Jim Carolla.
1: Yeah. LL
0: standing for ladies love.
1: Ladies love.
0: Yeah. Ladies love Jim Carolla.
1: Hey. <laughs> Lady love Twitter man. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's at it, and we look forward to uh, things that may be with you. Um, one, one question I ask: Where would you like? What would you like to know? And maybe we could uh, use that as a way of a discussion, an answer, or I don't know, react to it. Anyway, not that you're going to get. Um, Black and white answers. But um, so we invite you into that and look forward to deeper connections as we get to know. And um, so with that, we'll say,
0: Happy Thanksgiving. Everybody. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, we'll say goodbye. Yeah, and happy Thanksgiving. Like a podcast. That is ringing for us And from the way that we feel When that bell starts to peer We would swear we are falling Yeah, we're really falling Why, it's almost like being in love The music of life seems to be Like a podcast that is ringing for us And by the way that we feel When that bell starts to peel. I would swear we're falling I would swear we're falling Why it's almost like being in love